you also have to be really high conviction on what you're doing. Um, I found that nobody will take you more seriously than you take yourself. But, you know, to Andres's point, you know, you're still dealing with human beings at the end of the day. If they don't like you, they probably won't fully trust you. You know, if you don't show, if you try to look like you're flawless in every regard, then that's not really human either. Everyone has some, you know, health challenge or family challenge or business challenge. No one, no one in any business has just gone straight up without any challenges or turnover or losing a client, et cetera. And you'll learn in our influence and persuasion workshop that you're more influential when you admit that things aren't perfect. This is what we learned along the way. This is where our challenge has been. And this is what we're doing to address it. And there's always going to be another challenge or bottleneck. If you say, oh, there's no challenges or oh, we have no competition, then it just looks like you don't know what you're doing or you haven't been in business very long or you're not being honest, right? So being high conviction, but making sure, you know, if you show up to a, a meeting and you haven't shaved in a week and you're wearing stained sweatpants uh, and a t-shirt and you've got like, you just look kind of like a ragged, ragged mess to an extreme, um, it's the same as emailing someone with a Yahoo email address and you write an essay long thing that's really not dialed in and your materials are just a Word document, really long letter written to them. You know, shows like, all right, well, if you didn't spend $8 on a domain name at GoDaddy.com, why should I spend even 0.8 seconds reading your email? Because you didn't invest $8 in yourself. And my 0.8 seconds is worth more than $8 as, a, as an investor. So if you don't invest in yourself, why should I invest in what you're doing? You don't, you don't take it very seriously, I guess. So that, that kind of subconsciously comes across to investors. And there's a story of a, a woman taking her son who was overweight to the Dalai Lama and asking him for advice. And he said, okay, come back in a month, come back in a month. And she kept on doing that month after month after month. And then by the fourth month, he said, okay, don't eat sugar. And she said, well, why didn't you tell me that four months ago? He said, well, I, w I was still eating sugar back then. So he didn't want to give advice that he wasn't doing himself. And so being high conviction of like, this is what we're doing and we're sure of it, or this is a good thing and this is going to be great. Being able to say, say it with high conviction is important. Otherwise, you're giving advice that you're not taking yourself. And then it's not authentic and it's not genuine or maybe believable or persuasive. So it's not like you lack persuasiveness if you haven't invested in yourself or you're asking someone else to invest in you. Um, that's going to come up later too. 0.1% um, rule. So if you're raising, so my dad has raised over a billion dollars for nonprofits like hospitals and universities, like a cancer wing of a, ho a children's hospital or something. And he'll ask people who are 87 years old to endow a school for $4 million when they pass away or something like that. And so... I used to go around with him and drive him to meetings and hear the pitches. And I know when a nonprofit does a capital campaign, between the staff costs, the marketing material costs, the travel costs, all of that stuff, they might spend, you know, five, 10, or even up to 20% of what they raise just on raising more capital. Um, and what's interesting in our world is that a lot of people are cheap on, on many parts of the capital raising process. Having a full time dedicated capital raiser when you're small feels very expensive. Um, even improving your materials feels expensive. But if you're raising $100 million, um, you know, if we look at what 1% would be, that'd be spending a million dollars on your marketing materials. So let's cut that down to 10% of that. And, you know, maybe you're only spending $100,000 um, on those materials, then you can at least get materials that are professional. You could spend $20,000 on a 10, 15 minute documentary of your journey and your story. You have a great pitch deck, a great website. You could be doing SEO if you wanted to. You could be doing LinkedIn, social media uh, if you wanted to, et cetera. And for probably eight, ten thousand a month, you could be doing a lot of the things you want to do to raise $100 million. You could just raise $101 million 
and have that marketing cost uh, or a hundred million and a hundred thousand dollars and have that come out of the race expenses and just have that in your, your legal docs so that comes out as an expense of doing your business. So, you know, if you're raising uh, less than maybe you want to spend less on your materials, but just like keep that in mind that at least spending 0.1% on your marketing materials, you can just raise a little bit more um, and more people hear about the great things that you're doing. 